Forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say that there are two types of people in this world. Those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. But damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, and back from the dead, we have comic enthusiast and talented artist, J.R. Gonzalez. How are you living? Pretty good. I've gone like one time, and I'm back. Dude, I dead. haven't seen you in yeah, dude, so you're long. You're, you're, I feel like it's been years and years and years since I've seen you, man. It's it has been, been too week, long. Like a week and a half long. or something. I almost forgot what you looked like. Have you always That's been so Mexican? Many hours? Yes. So many seconds. Been, I'm, ha- I'm half Mexican. <laughs> You've always been half yeah. Mexican. You've always yeah. bullshit. Yeah. What I'm happened to you? Catching it over the holiday. My, my, I'm actually half, and uh, I'm the same as I was a week and a half ago. You guys are like children. Like, oh, uh, where? Where's my candy? Where's attitude. my lollipop? Where, where's Mom, my adult? Where's my? I mean, what did you yeah, get where... us while you were away? That's I got a legit you. question. I got you a bunch of absolutely nothing. Like it's coming in a box, just an empty <laughs> box of you can use a absolutely box for things, nothing. So there you go. You're so smart and creative. I like that. <laughs> that's that's a JR. He's back. He's nice again. Uh, no, good to have you back on the show. How was your Thanksgiving, man? It was good. Uh, we did abs- We just it was just Amber and I. I mean, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't um, want to do mask or six feet with family. So Amber and I, we've got some really, we've got some elder elderly people who are uh really susceptible to covid so um if we can't go to all we decided to go to none mm. um and so amber and i just stood at home and built legos oh that's cool Aww. thursday and friday cute. that's cute and watched yeah it's very cute we built the uh ecto uh vehicle from ghost uh, ghostbusters nice took us, like two days solid like a big um, one yeah it's huge like, like a death that. star like, size dope dude yeah uh was it like six thousand pieces or something like that dude that, something like that. Dude, me and sammy um, got into legos like like six months ago like legos is sick it's it's addicting too so i mean it's just it's like building puzzles so another bad habit of spending ton my ton of money on yeah. stuff but um yeah. it's a good time passer yeah it's a great thanksgiving i mean we had our own turkey um and we got we watched a lot of christmas movies we watched uh three versions of uh christmas carol the puppets scrooge and, the classics, uh, and the one with uh, Jim Carrey, The Grinch, wow, animated version. No, no, Christmas Carol. We watched, we watched The Grinch too, but we watched three versions of uh, The Christmas Carol. Jim Carrey's in The Christmas Carol. There's an animated movie where he vo- voices. Oh, uh, animated. Uh, oh, I yeah. Know that. Damn. Well, that's just the cutest thing I've ever heard. So you guys had a great holiday. Z, how did the uh, yeah. turkey turn out? Let me tell you how it turned out, Jordan. First off, our third host is Zach Barlow. Sorry, it's good. Published Arthur. Good. <laughs> He's published shit. Third host. Uh, yeah, the the third host, uh, published author, and now chef extraordinaire. 
Oh shit! The smoking champion uh, himself, the so Sultan of Smoke. The Sultan of Smoke. So I had we had two Thanksgivings, um, both of them remote. One with her family, one with mine. And on the first one, I made a pie, and it was an apple custard pie. I'd never made pie before, but it's cool because when you just got like talent, like if you have like an X factor. It like manifests itself in like multiple different sure, things. Sure. So I just like X factored the shit out of that pie and it ended up being like amazing. <laughs> then the next day, I was very stressed out about the turkey, smoked the turkey, was running out of time, had to take it out of the smoker, put it in the oven because I was running out of time because I woke up late. But guess what? <laughs> Either I got lucky I or it's not shit. that hard to make turkey because that shit was banging as hell. <laughs> By the time we took it out of was the it oven, juicy? yeah, super. Right. I, I really think when you're making meat, the key to like having it be the the right amount of moisture is um, thermometers. Like you got to temp it. Oh yeah. And once it hits that, like for turkey, it's 165. When that breast hits 165, take it out of there, and then you got to let it rest. Cause like, see, I let it rest at 155 because I know it's going to keep cooking a little bit. Oh, so I pull it out damn. early. Okay, damn. Yeah, that's just smart. your boy, dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Amber's uh, stepdad um, has one of those big peanut uh, like fryers, peanut you know oh, peanut shoot. oil fryers, and he used to do, and that I mean, and he would he's from Mississippi, so he did like collard greens and oh, turkey, that and like that's like we miss that's the one thing we miss is your he's he's one of the guys who has uh he has lung problems, so of course COVID with everything yeah. with him, but I mean I think he just you could see him you know with his just peeling the turkey off of that thing you're like bill 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 stop stop like he just juicy he's like what it i'm, I'm just checking it i'm just checking you know. like in a christmas story when the dad keeps plucking at the turkey and the mom yeah plucks. yeah yeah that's it's just like i'm just so uh we miss having bill but his call amber amber grew up on like collie green so like south know. some south shit yeah yeah lucky people at work are from the south and they all say mac and cheese is like a staple i for wish Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah i've never had mac and cheese at thanksgiving not I don't not mac and cheese, but like they do like um like a lot of like uh uh like with a lot of cheese like they just make their own with like twelve cheeses. Yeah, it's just banging so as like hell. My family, my dad's yeah. side of the family is actually from uh, Beaumont, Beaumont, Texas, and so we have a lot of recipes in my yeah. family that we that are from the south. Like our our uh, stuffing is actually like a cornbread sage sausage. Mm stuffing oh, nice. which is oh, like stuffing. real it sounds bomb. real real good yeah so yeah we need to go to the south and eat bro some i'm telling you food. southern food soul food bro Whew. i had southern food in south carolina and i'm telling you man grits and their fish mm-hmm. and all their stuff was like off the chart amazing like like i just i couldn't believe how good everything tastes i mean they had like I literally had a pig split open right on the table, and it was like, I'm not eating from that fucking pig. And then they're like, you got to eat it. You got to at least try Dude, it, man. Ooh, it change so your life. Ooh, it's so good. Ooh, their brisket. I mean, it was amazing and um, makes me miss that kind of stuff. Yeah. Jordan, how was your yeah. Thanksgiving? When we go to Tennessee, we'll do a food circuit. It was good. Sammy's mom came up. I manned the, uh, I manned the kitchen for, for the whole weekend, it seemed like. But um, did you um, wear your apron? I did. No, I don't. I don't wear an apron unless I'm doing dishes because then I get my shirt all wet and it's not comfortable. But <laughs> he's like, I don't wear apron. Wait, you gotta cook do and dishes. do dishes, yeah. Jesus? <laughs> no, 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 not at the same time. <laughs> uh, but no, I handle the kitchen. Sammy handles the rest of the house. That's kind of how our cleaning duties are dispersed. 
But uh, the Thanksgiving, we, like, like an idiot, tried to get a turkey two days before the holiday, and they didn't have any big turkeys left that weren't frozen. So I got two f- young turkeys instead of one big one. And so I ended up calling an audible, and I did turkey two ways. So I, I tried the butterfly, and then I did the other one, just a regular roast with that cheesecloth action I was talking mm-hmm. about last week, Zach. Um, and I put two completely different recipes, did one dry brined overnight in the fridge. The other one did the same day with like a lemon butter and completely different like brining and processing and the way I cut it. And then I asked them to judge which one they like better and they couldn't tell the fucking difference. It was like, <laughs> after all that, all that effort, like they're both really good. It's like, good Wait, fucking God. Could you tell the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I which one was the, better? I thought that the skin was better on the dry brined one it was crispier was it crispier um, yeah. yeah and then the the meat was juicier on the the cheesecloth butter one so Ooh, that's like get like a combo man just peel the skin off of one and put it on the other one so i think i'm gonna dry brine my turkey the night before next year and then do the cheesecloth, cheesecloth roast to kind of combine the two i think that would be Ooh, the perfect, nice the perfect turkey but perfect turkey that's enough thanksgiving talk we are in december now y'all it's the last month <laughs> of the year going. this <laughs> shit is crazy we could talk food all day i mean <laughs> food, roasting Changing meats that can go on format. for fucking this years is... about his meat roasting ability yes. so uh we'll, new food network we'll move on because we're talking the mandalorian chapter 13 the jedi uh which we are ecstatic to talk about and we actually have a host that can navigate through the story without forgetting the names of the planets this week so that's exciting um, <laughs> what you guys and, uh, do the names really matter no do they really zach did actually <laughs> zach did a great job he actually did a great job narrating so i won't even, won't even harp on him too hard um and the beverage that goes with this week so took a little bit of fact and a lot of bit of finessing and put it together to make a cocktail so in this week's episode spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet baby yoda's name is announced which we mm-hmm. haven't heard for before and it's grogu and we can talk about our feelings about the name and everything later on, but Grogu is actually also another name for rum in Africa. Oh. So I looked up Grogu, and it's basically another way of saying grog, which is a rum drink that pirates would drink all the time. And so our beverage for today is the Grogu cocktail. That looks oh. good. So without further that ado, looks fresh. let's go into our beverage breakdown. So grog, let's talk grog, boys. Grog talk. So back in the 17th century, rum was actually a part of the naval diet. They would do rum rations twice a day for each person on the ship for these pirates or in the Navy um, because it was watered down and it would give them water, but also uh, ease pain. They're always working physical labor on the, on the naval ships. Um, and a, a, a sip of rum twice a day was basically part of it. Some people would save their, their rations and then get drunk on one night and then they get punished for it. And they'd actually put water in the rum so it wouldn't last as long. It would, from, it would, uh, go spoil quicker so they couldn't store as much and get hammered on a night. Cause then shit would go awry. Hmm. So like, it was this whole thing that was like in the Navy. And so it started with rum and water. That was like the entry level drink and that was called grog. And then as time went on, they started adding stuff to it to make it taste better or to get to try out different things. And they tend to have a lot of lemon juice on the ships back in the day because scurvy was such a big issue and lemon juice is what would cure scurvy. So lemon juice got introduced into this drink and then whatever spices they could find, they would try and some, and cinnamon was a popular one. So the Grogu cocktail is 
sugarcane-based rum. So I got cane rum in this one because Grogu is basically fermented sugarcane. And then lemon juice, water, and a dash of cinnamon. I am terrified to try this because it sounds weird as shit. I actually <laughs> kind of think it sounds good. I'm excited. Is it warm or it cold? Looks for, like, it looks warm, but... Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's basically like a hot toddy, but with rum instead of whiskey. If you had a hot toddy. Yeah. Um, and this one's cold, so you can make it warm, um, but they wouldn't heat it up usually on the ship. And I'm I'm a pirate, so I'm not going to heat it up either. Um, <laughs> it's it's very interesting. It's it's like watered down rum with a splash of lemon and, and cinnamon. It's exactly what you think it would be. It comes together nicely. I think I would prefer it hot, <laughs> um, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm definitely going to slam the whole thing. It's not bad enough to, to not get done. Is it, it. Does it taste like lemonade at all? I mean, it looks like lemonade. No, no. Like, no. The lemon is Damn. just like a, a nice little, it freshens it up so it doesn't taste like stale rum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cinnamon gets a little kick at the back. So it's actually quite delicious. I totally uh, drink lemonade rum. It's growing on me. Really good. Lemonade rum? Yeah, that'd be really good. I bet, I, I bet you would just pound a fifth of Malibu rum. Like you would love some, some Malibu. Ugh. I've had Ugh. rum. I mean, I like rum more than... than um, than at most the hard alcohol, I think. It's um, it's pretty drinkable, yeah. It's it's like the yeah. mo- number one cocktail mixer because it's just sweet on its own. Yeah, it's just sugar cane. Like Coke and rum. I always get the Coke and, Coke and rum without the rum. Gar. Joke. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. Well, that's all I have for the beverage <laughs> breakdown, so... Without further ado, let's go into story time with JR. All right. Uh, so chapter 13, episode 5, season 2. Um, the, the Mandalorian and the child arrive at the city of uh, Caladan and the planet of Corvus, where there's a bit of a battle going on. There's a bit of a little war between a special Jedi and a, seems like a dictator lady. Um, and there's some kind of, um, I guess you would call her the, 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 mag- the magistrate and, um, uh, her guards, which her guard, which the, was the father of, uh, John Connor on the first Terminator movie. He just looks really, really old. Jeez, <laughs> um, what a deep cut. Yeah. Nice pull. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's been on a lot of things. He's been on The Abyss. He was on Navy Seals. I mean, I keep going. He was on this, like, karate movie. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, and his name was Lang. And they're, again, it kind of follows the same format as kind of the other. Hey, I've, I've come here because I've heard of this, right? And uh, the Mandalorian. And ends up at the city. And they're like, hey, we'll do this for you if you get rid of the Jedi. And the Jedi is a very famous one from the um, uh, Clone Wars, Star and Wars, Rebels, uh, the animated yeah, series. Yeah, the Clone Wars animated series. Yeah. And um, I'm going to butcher Ahsoka? her name. Ahsoka? Ahsoka Tano, Tano um, who is now uh, her own. She's like a, a master now, right? So she's a, above being a Padawan. And is she not a master um, yet? She was on her own. She like teed up with Vader. The like she the the technical answer is no, but it's not as straightforward as that. But we can. I, I'm going to well, talk a lot about her. I guess she's looking for her. 
she's actually looking for her master as i guess right or she's, she's looking, looking for, for the magistrate's uh, master the magistrate mm-hmm. master but yeah, yeah she's uh uh the child and mandalorian was asking to basically train the the child and so i was assuming she was a master but she's looking for grand admiral uh, thrawn thrawn yeah which is like a big um, reveal at the end yeah Right. That I don't fully understand. So, so I'm um, oh, you're gonna understand. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, a double cross happens. Right. Mando gets talks to uh, ask. Say her name again. Ahsoka. Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Tano. He was Ahsoka. there to find her though. Yeah, yeah. Even delivering... when he got the mission initially, that's why he was on the planet. So I actually feel like he was like. Yeah, sure. Like, where's your Jedi at? I'll I'll find your Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, as yeah, soon as me. he got there, he was like, listen, this chick sent me to kill you. I'm not really trying to kill you. Actually, in fact, I got this kid. You want to be this kid's mom? I'm kind of out. Right. Like, I'm trying to go. And so I feel like that was his plan the whole time. Yeah. And if he can so get some Beskar, my... a Beskar spear out of it, then why not, you know? Yeah. When, when that yeah. was and like I, a dope-ass uh, spear, my favorite... I was like, ooh, damn. That was filthy. It was, it was handling, like, I mean, his armor and her, and that spear was, like, handling the lightsaber. That's what Beskar's known was, for. Was not... That's why it's so valuable. Yeah. Because yeah. it deflects lightsabers uh, and, like, laser blasts and stuff. Yeah. It's what they use that when they electrify, like, their spears, the certain um, warriors, right? The certain, yeah. like, clone warriors, the, the yeah. black ones with the spears. Lo- yeah, that's what they use. That's a the lot of people always ask, like, because the Mandal- Mandalorians and Jedi, like, famously went to war before a lot of, like, star- the Star Wars that we know started. They're, like, arch enemies, yes, right? like, historically. And a lot of people always say yes. when I tell them that, how could the Mandalorians fight the Jedi? Like, the Jedi would just smash them. But the truth is, is that... The Mandalorians actually can fight the Jedi because the, they wear armor that deflects what the Jedis do best. Like, Jedis have a, a weapon of choice, which is lightsaber. Mandalorians have a mineral mm-hmm. from Mandalore called Beskar, which deflects lightsabers. So, like, that's how, that's how the war was as even as it was. Like, Mandalorians <clears throat> and Jedi are actually much more closely matched than um, I think a lot of people thought. At least I initially thought before I started, like, going like full nerd into this stuff mm, yeah i don't i don't know i'm not a big like deep in star i have read some star wars books i'm just starting there's like a hundred yeah, books so much. to start from the beginning um and i i, I just i this last year i started with the sith lords i wanted to read uh starting from the sith lord stuff so um which is great I, i've read some good stuff but there's so much and uh so i mean i mean i know a little but not to the extent to where i'm gonna know like comic stuff but yeah i mean that's that's basically it they come back they knock the village i mean they save the village because a lot of the they were being captives and um team up and uh basically you know save the day because that's what they do yeah yeah and there was a lot of cool stuff in this episode i thought one thing that i've really enjoyed this season and really pretty much the whole series is the settings for each episode are so dope like each episode like the planets yeah like the, the world they're in it's like i, I know that <clears throat> the first season was very consistent with like the, the setting this one's kind of mixed it up every episode he's on a different planet with different in a different completely different environment um but like like the the foggy creepy dead swamp with giant iguanas in the background just like grazing yeah and, that like, was crazy wasn't it the smoke and then all of a sudden the lightsaber just is the only thing you see glowing and like there's two of them then like i don't know i just really really enjoyed and they're the white. this episode 
Like and how sick. Were sick. Her her lightsabers yeah. are like famous, and like the fact that they like also her fighting style is famous. Like that like she so she'll fight with the lightsaber coming down from her hand, and she'll have two of mm-hmm. them. And the lightsabers are are shorter than like what a normal lightsaber blade would be, and she'll fight with two of them like almost like batons or something. And she's like super famous for that. Yeah, and, and Ahsoka was played by Rosario Dawson, who's a pretty well-known actress, and I thought she did a good job. I mean, she she definitely played the role, like, from what I've understood of this character, it's a very troubled character with the past that she's gone through. She was Anakin's Anakin Skywalker's Padawan and yeah. kind of went through his whole transition into, into evil um, and, and saw it happen and saw the person that she, like, looked up to become this you know, entity of evil and had to like defend herself against him. So like, yeah, she's she had kinda a rough talks about that a little bit in there. Right. Like, I mean, she kind of mentions it in, in there, like about how being trained too late. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from, she talks about attachment, and, right? Because her whole thing. So yeah, Mando asks, uh, Ahsoka to train Grogu and Grogu has already developed according to Ahsoka an attachment to Mando. And so because of that, Ahsoka's pretty much like, nah, fam, I'm not about to do it. And she kind of, like, touches on her reasoning why as being because once you develop an attachment, then, you know, bad shit can happen. And she that's, like, a foreshadowing to her experience with Anakin, as you guys have said. But also, like, from a larger kind of just standardized rule of the Jedi Order is that children are always taken away from their family at, like, a super young age and then brought to the Jedi Temple. And the reason why they do that is because they want to train the people who are strong in the force before they develop any attachments to anything at all or anyone, especially it's like a, being a monk or something. Yeah, it's right? kind of like being like, a monk. That's how I always or felt. or yeah. like, you know, being a terrorist organization. I don't know. Anyway, um, so they take the kids <laughs> away Kidnap kids and train from, brainwash them from their families and then they brainwash them in the force. But the, the notion behind that, and this is actually I have notes on this, is um, a wise Jedi once said, um, that's basically the path to the dark side. So the thinking is that attachment can make a Jedi afraid of losing their loved ones, which can lead to anger, which can lead to hate, which is the path to the dark side. Which happened, okay. literally so happened to Anakin. Emotion. <laughs> yeah. And so, so Ahsoka is like, listen, and, and also, by the way, there was a lot of Jedi that didn't want to train um, Anakin. Qui-Gon didn't want to train Anakin because Anakin was already nine years old when Obi-Wan found him. And Qui-Gon was like, bro, no, he's too old. He already has an attachment to his mother. And like Obi-Wan had to like talk people into it, had to say like, no, he's fine. His midichlorians are off the chart. What's the worst that can happen? And, you know, ultimately it was terrible because like he was attached to his mom he lost his mom. He like slayed a village of sand people because of it. Then he was afraid to lose his wife. The same way he lost his mom. So he wanted more power. So he decided to join the dark side. So he could try to save his wife. Ended up killing his wife. And then he became Darth Vader. And he fucking killed hell of people. So like it was like actually the biggest disaster you could ever imagine. What decision was made in that in that little realm. So there's, <clears throat> I mean, I think that there is like something to that. Like you, you yeah. should like you should not. If you develop passion, then you can develop hate. And if you develop hate, then you can become a Sith. And that's that's the notion behind it. So yeah. I know we talked about Obi had a, had a boo thing. It was what? 
the Bokuda. What's the other Mando's? Uh, name? Satine. Satine Kreese was Bokatan Kreese's sister Bo-Katan. and the leader yes. of Mandalore. So- so Obi-Wan had a thing for a girl, but he didn't go ape shit over it, you know? Like, yeah, and she was like killed in have... front of him, too. She literally yeah. got murked right in front of him. Darth Maul killed her. So I listened to a Obi's few podcasts always, on always this. Been a unique and, one. And, and one of the theories was if he would have been, if Anakin would have been, um, not raised, but if his master would have been Qui-Gon instead of Obi-Wan, he would have been better off because Obi-Wan is such like a saint and such like a prize like this is what the jedi should be never breaks any rules almost to an unrealistic standpoint where qui-gon wasn't as strict he was more like i'm gonna do everything the right way but i'm gonna do it my own way at the same time and with a little bit laxed not laxed you know discipline but a little bit more like flexibility i think anakin might not have broke so quickly that was one qui-gon qui-gon was so qui-gon and obi-wan is like a real interesting comparison because qui-gon was like if 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 you had to like separate Jedi's into two different uh, categories, one being like the warrior, and then the other being like the wizard, like Yoda would be the wizard, right? And then like uh, Count Dooku would be the warrior, or Mace Windu is a better example because he's a Jedi. So like this, one of the strengths of one side is like lightsaber battle fighting, like fuck you up, like he's really good at that type of thing. Then the other side is like pretty good at that. But, like, when they fight, they use their magic a little bit more, and they're, like, real deep into, like, the spirituality of the Force. Qui-Gon was, like... Like, pulling and pushing, yeah. right? When you say... Yeah, they're into, like, pulling yeah. things off the wall. But then when they're, they're not into, in battle, yeah, yeah. like, their personality is, like, third eye open, like, the Force is part of me type of, like, meditation, like, that type of, that type of character. Qui-Gon is, like, real, real far on the side of the wizard. So far on the side of the wizard right. that, like... Qui-Gon played a huge role in in force ghosts being a thing. Like Qui-Gon taught people how to not die when they die because they can use the force to be a ghost to still communicate with other Jedi. Like he played a huge role in that. Obi-Wan actually was not like that in tune with the force. He was more of like a general. He was more like uh kind of a as you say like by the book type of guy, really good at fighting, not really as spiritual. And I and so I wonder, you know, based on like the kind of scenario you brought up, if Anakin was under Qui Gon, I think it'd be completely different because they're literally they're real opposites. Yeah. Like they're they're real opposites on the spectrum of what a yeah. Jedi can be. So right. I don't know. That's why Obi was able to defeat. I mean, because Anakin was the best like sword fighter, whatever, like lightsaber fighter out there, right? Like there was hardly. I mean, the way he moved in the movies, and if, if, when you read about him too. His like movement was way faster and way more developed in that aspect than the other aspect, you know, the spiritual level aspect. Yeah. And I mean, and, he was a beast um, at that Obi-Wan point. Was... But he wasn't he wasn't like yeah. so when when Anakin issued when Anakin and, and uh Darth Sidious issued Order 66, Anakin was at that point yeah. not like the greatest there ever was. Like there was a real good chance that they could have died that day and the Jedi could have won. But the chance was honestly all in Mace Windu. Mace Windu was like the guy that the Jedi, he, like the LeBron James of the Jedi. He was like, okay, we're going to send Mace and this little posse behind Mace to, to who we think is now Darth Sidious because he's the Sith Lord. So he's like a big fucking right. strong guy and we need our big strong guy to go handle that. So they sent Mace to do that, which he did. 
he won. Like, he beat Darth Sidious in that duel. But then he wasn't expecting Anakin to do what Anakin did. Anakin, like, chopped his lightsaber off. He got hit with the lightning, fell out the window, and died. And with that was honestly probably Anakin's, like, biggest threat. Yeah. Because once Mace goes, I mean, the only other threat there was Yoda. But Yoda... I mean, Obi, Obi still schooled him, though. Obi Anakin, wasn't there. They... He wasn't there for Order 66. No, I'm just saying after no, that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm talking about, that, like... Yeah, no. So, first of all, if Obi, Obi-Wan and, and Mace Windu were in the same spot, they're still sending Mace Windu. But... Sure. But Obi definitely did end up schooling Anakin. And the, and the other thing is that... Um, Yo, I don't think Yoda was there either. So, it was basically like, yo, Mace, handle this. And he just... Yeah. He failed. Yoda was off somewhere else. Like you're, I think you're. T- I I love this whole spiritual versus warrior thing because it. I think Yoda was completely spiritual, a hundred percent. I mean, his body wasn't meant to be in those bro, battles. Even but though when he, he did battle, stuff. he was fucking bro, sick. I, to watch. I have a be. I have a bone to pick actually in this episode with Yoda. I got a big one. Oh shit! Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I got a few bones to pick. First off, Grogu. Where are we at on this name? What are your, what was your thoughts when I, you found out when his I, name? When I first heard it, I thought they said, um, uh, what's the, the, the company that owns Fred Meyer? Um, Kroger? Kroger. Kroger. That's what I thought. There's like, <laughs> I was like, did they say Kroger? As in like, own, as like, Salt that's, and pepper? The fuck? that's stupid. But, uh, Grogu, I mean, that just sounds like, so, I don't know. It sounds there's like, been now three characters of that race in Star Wars lore. One is Yoda, who we all, I think, are comfortable yeah. with that name. Like, that's like a household fucking name. It's the name of my cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah, next... It's literally a household name. Yeah, it's literally a household name. <laughs> literally, yeah, the, literally. The next one is Yaddle. Yaddle. Never heard. Or yay. Y-A-D-D-L-E. Which, I mean, I don't know how, how, how you can feel about that. And then Grogu. So before before Grogu... I think that the thought was that if you're from that race, your name has to have something to do with the yo or yeah sound. Like it was almost like a yeah expectation. And so I think that they were like, we're just going to put that to bed right now. This dude's name is fucking Chevy truck. Like something very far away <laughs> from truck. what the lore was, what the fans were thinking was, was true about the race which is now we know is not true because this new character is named grogu it just sounds like a bad version of goku like i can't it's hard to say it doesn't <laughs> sound good it's like when you think grogu and you picture the person that would be named grogu it's just it's gross in my <laughs> mind at least like it's not an appealing yeah. name it's not it doesn't roll off the tongue well i just don't get i wonder it. if it'll Yellow grow on you ugly Grogu. Like I really, I, I, I definitely Grogu. am not in love with it. I wasn't really in love with Dinjarin when we found out that that was Amando's name, but I don't know. I mean, that's a kind of a cool name though, Dinjarin. I, mean, I think it sounds. Yeah, funny. I don't. I don't know. I just ask me in a couple weeks and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's not awful, awful, but I can see why it's not. It's not cute, like we thought it should be, because you know the child. No, it feels cute. like he should be like a freaking. Rancor with that name, not a goddamn. Yeah. Uh, all right, what would you name him? This, I mean, this Grogu is growing on me though. I will what say it, that. Yeah, what would what would be your name? I mean, Yaddle. I'm looking up. Yeah, I've never heard of Yaddle before, so it's the first time I'm hearing. I'm looking, at, and that they gave him hair. Yaddle's a girl, like 1980 hair. Is yeah. it a girl? Okay, well, that looked like a dude with the 1980s hairdo. You know, it was like just feathered with like a blow dryer and 
Um, yeah. It's probably one of the ugliest puppets I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> it's like one of those troll dolls. <laughs> it's worse than a troll doll because it's it's got like this nice like slick back but like poofy hairdo going on. Um, I kind of like the and, Y theme. I don't know what it I like. I thought I thought Isn't that Yahweh? would be what, Isn't that like a, a a term for God? Yeah, in a different like that's like a Yahweh? mythological a Yahweh. Uh, term. Yahweh, that'd be my name for him. When when did it play and stuff? I, like, I don't think you could. I, that's on, like on, way too on the nose. To call him a god? Yeah, <laughs> I, you can't do that. You have to actually Fine. give him a name that like is meaningless, so the character Throw can define the name itself. And put a Y in front of it. Yeah. Throw some syllables. Yachty. Yachty. Little Yachty. Yachty. <laughs> yope. Yop. How about Yope? Oh God. Yope. Okay, this is devolving into Yope. Yopa, like Yoda, but Yop- with a P. Yopi. This yeah, Yopi. Coming. Didn't see that shit coming. Yopi? Oh my god. Yopi. That's cute. That's cute. Yopi. My, my, uh, my take yeah, is yo. that I think, yeah, I think uh, Grogu is going to grow on, <laughs> on you guys. I feel like it just sounds close enough to Gorgon that you're into it. I think that's what this no, is. No, I just think, I, maybe. I mean, I didn't even think about it like that. I, I really just Kroger. think the character name is going to grow on everyone. I, I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, even exactly. Like, I, I don't you're gonna, gonna become gonna so it. used to it that like you're just gonna be like, yeah, that's Grogu, that's a homie, like for sure. And I think like, we'll yeah. all get past this. I just initially yeah. like. There's gonna be pets way, named sure. Grogu. Like this week, probably pets have been. You're named gonna Grogu. have a pet <laughs> named Grogu. Yeah, another cat. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Grogu, Zach, it'll grow on you. Trust me. Just, just, <laughs> just let it happen. <laughs> so, um, Ahsoka. I think one other thing I, I wasn't a huge fan of, I thought that the, the visuals were really cool, but I feel like sh- uh, Rosario Dawson did her own stunts in this. And I don't know if that's, that's completely do, guessing. Do you think because they were slower? That yeah, she was slower like and, it, yeah. It looked like she wanted to do her own stunts and she was like, it was like Michael Scott doing parkour in the office, like, <laughs> ro- like rolling over a couch and then like parkour. And then like, like it was just did not, it looked a little stiff. And yeah, there, there were her, some parts. Yeah, I agree. Style, there were some it could have done so many cool things. And I feel yeah. like it was just kind of like, yeah. There's, okay. there's always been this like I've had this debate before about Star Wars about how they move because in, uh, with the first three episodes, Anakin and Obi Wan's movement are like way faster, right? Like than like uh, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, um, they had the technology. For yeah, that. yeah. I mean, but uh, one of the things that I've heard is because of where they're at as being a Jedi, you know, like Obi Wan and. And the time frame that there were, there was actually Jedi's to be training and, and all that kind of stuff. So their movements were much more. I mean, the way they they sped up and down and moved around. I mean, they were super. They had super speed. You know what I mean? So like the the timing of when they were Jedi's compared to the now, they they lost a lot of that speed. Um, that's why they the way they explained, um, Ray and Ben Solo. Uh, their movements were slow too, because they didn't, like Whoa. some of that training. That we'll they have we'll have were... no Ben Solo slander on this pod. Ben Kylo Ren, we 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 are we are like worshippers of the Knights of Ren and Kylo Ren himself. We are on that bandwagon as a group. I just need to announce that to the world. <laughs> Can't just okay. assign us to this group. Dude, we're we're oh, part yeah. of the Knights I'm of not... Ren. 
Kylo I'm not. Was such uh, a bitch. Those movies weren't. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's probably another. That's a whole other pod. So much more Star Wars to go. Yeah, but um, he but had the that coolest was my, gear. That, Kylo had the coolest gear. I will say that. I mean, he was just an. Yeah, I don't know. His saber I, was I, sick. I, I love Adam though. Driver though. Like, I love Adam Driver. Adam Driver's actor. great actor. He just yeah. He was I so just, conflicted uh, yeah. with his feelings the whole time. Dude, he's the he's the I best. He's understand. the best character Star Wars. He's a punk. Okay, I think we're definitely gonna have to debate that later. Um. But yeah, I, I think that's I, I've heard that before with like some of the training and some of the th- the methods that that had learned, like Anakin and Obi Wan had been. Lost. I think that that's a like a whole generation. I think that's deleted. a genius way to retcon movie making technology. That's what I said. Because I mean, w- yeah, like logistically, there was just budget and better technology put into the movies where Anakin and Obi were younger to have these fight scenes around lava that made it look great. But from like a lore standpoint, they were in the heart of like the Jedi Empire peak with the temple and the teachings. And they had like a system where they like stole children from parents and like brainwashed them into their terrorist ways and like all these things. (laughs) So, yes, that does make sense. And then over time. Like, because Order Order sixty six destroyed all of that. Like, and that happened in that yeah, movie. So, like, they yeah. were just. I mean, the Earth was still scorched. Like, it was like smoldering still when they were doing that fight scene. And then by the time Luke comes around, it's like, bro, the Jedi's the fuck. Like, they we took care of them a long time ago. Like, so the teachings were, of course, not there. So basically, you got Luke just like, yeah. Ooh, I got a lightsaber. Like, I'm gonna swing this around like a a bat. Where you have Obi and Anakin, who have taken Behind lightsaber science since they were six months old. Yeah. That's why he yeah. needed to find Yoda in that swamp, dog. Get caught up. Uh, I mean, but yeah, and I, I, I mean, I like how they do that. I mean, I guess people who are in the Star Wars find ways to explain it and make it believable because that's part of their life. But um, <laughs> you know who's trash? I, though? I, I like that. Ex- you know what? who's Besides trash? Like super trash. Yoda. What is Why? this bone you got to pick with Yoda, bro? Like this is a this is like, beef. I, this is no, I got to I got to do this. I have to do this. So Yoda was the leader of the Jedi. What did the Jedi actually accomplish? Like which decision did Yoda make? The all-wise and infinite great master Yoda. That was good. He decided to train Anakin. He gave. He trained Luke. He gave. He. Nah. I mean, he's the only one. He did a. He gave him a little summer camp. He wasn't like Luke wasn't Yoda's Padawan. (laughs) He gave him a little quick little summer camp. But anyway, I mean, it's his. It's his master. He calls him Master Yoda. He did. He decided to train or to give Ahsoka to Anakin. So Yoda decided to train Anakin. Yoda saw that Anakin was getting ready to be some shit because he had like all these different attachments and he didn't listen to the rules and he saw that coming. So Yoda's response to that was to give Ahsoka to Anakin as a way to teach Anakin how to let go. Because once Ahsoka became a certain age, Anakin would have to let her go as his Padawan and she would become her own master. That was a disaster of a decision. That was a disaster because then they both became impulsive. Then Ahsoka had to like get her life ruined by watching Anakin ruin his life. And now she's not going to train Grogu because Yoda fucked her, 
her her whole life up. So then there's that. Hindsight, hindsight's 2020s. Wait, I'm not okay? done. I'm not done. Then <laughs> the, the Sith Lord of the world is literally right under his nose the entire time. He can't figure it out. Then he sends Shandala. Mace Windu instead of himself yeah. to defeat the Sith Lord. And he sends Mace to his death because he can't figure out that Anakin's under his nose. Like he just got bested at every turn. Literally at every turn until the, the Jedi Order got wrecked and a hell of people died. And uh, honestly, all the Jedi died with him. Like, so many young people died because Yoda, as the leader of the Jedi, did a shitty job. But nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody has all this respect for Master Yoda. But no blame. But he was in charge of this disaster. So how are we going to just not talk about that? I do agree that hmm. uh, he let, like, he was more of a, like, I guess, like, uh, a guy who, um, he just wasn't involved as, as he much. He was a shit as, leader. Like, like Obi I think was is involved. what we're trying to, trying yeah, to figure like, out. Yeah, like, Obi was in, like, was involved in every aspect of, like, from every war to every, like, you know, dynamic to what was going on, right? Like, I mean, he was almost anything. And Yoda was like, I guess at the top, I do see, I do agree. I, I was at the top saying, okay, this is what we should do. What are you doing over there? And then not really knowing what was going just, on until he got uh, ambushed. Just in the getting played chancers. at every turn. And then finally Yoda says, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to fight Darth Sidious Palpatine. And he has a fight and it's a dope ass fight. It's sick as hell to watch. But what happens? He gets beat. Gets he gets worked. Yeah, he gets he, worked, and then the whole world he, crumbles because Yoda can't. Because Yoda has so led he, us he to this to disaster, and then it. when it's like, okay, time for Master Yoda to be Master Yoda and save the world, he gets wrecked, and then he goes into hiding. Like, what kind of leader is this? This dude is ass. I guess pretty accurate take on politics. Actually, that's probably what would happen. If, uh, yeah, I I guess my <laughs> in charge and they they led off of faith and and I love Yoda. Like probably. for yeah. the listeners, I'm not I'm actually not like passionately hating fun to watch. Yoda. I'm simply exactly taking Yoda a position. Read it this past week. I'm taking a position <laughs> yeah. that I feel like you Fired. guys need to hear because I'm tired I, of Yoda yeah. taking zero blame for the massacre that happened to the Jedi and the Republic. Because it's really a lot of a lot of it is his fault. I love it. Sign me up. I, I see it. I, I, I can see I it am, now. I am pro Zach in this argument. I think that that is I a agree. very good point, I, and I can't debate with that because I don't know what the fuck he did no. right besides I, give a summer camp to Luke that did save. I, that the is galaxy. true. I I do remember. I think in Return of Jedi he does talk about his biggest mistakes like a little bit, right? So I mean, many. He says, oh, woe is me. Yeah, he made a fuck ton. So yeah, many. He does like... say, you know, I made <laughs> mistakes and this is why I shouldn't train you, kind of deal. But uh, I do agree. I, that's a good point. I mean, he got worked over. He got outplayed uh, at every level. Um, he wasn't in the, the mix of anything. I mean, he didn't even know about the the clones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you not know about the clones? Yeah, uh, where's your fucking meditation taking? Yeah, dude, what are you, where are you yeah, going? Uh, I'm like, so I, I he sent his best uh, chess piece. His his trump card was Mace Windu, and he sent his chess piece to a trap to get. get it's like when you're playing chess, and your first move is you put your queen out, then your queen gets taken, and you're just like, well, fuck. Yeah. What am I gonna do now? Like, yeah. but he had faith that the queen would get the job done. That would have been nice to see how well uh, Mace Windu fights. Like, I know he's in the Clone Wars, so you get to see him fight in there. But, like, it would have been nice to see him actually throw down with someone. 
with some uh, like crazy like Samuel L. lines like throughout the fights. I know. Oh hell no, bitch! Plane. Fucking <laughs> cut off. That would've been. Yeah, I hey, mean man, he's the so one that might not be dead. The emperor. You know, you know, you That'd know. In real. Star Wars, is if you don't see the body, then they ain't dead. Are you? Are, so I have a. I mean, we're probably getting to the end of this. I have a question. Like, are are you guys like liking the the in between stuff of the movies, or are you guys like movie pro movies so far? Like on, in between uh, stuff. What do you mean? So all this stuff, like the TV show Mandalorian, the uh, the movies, like the uh, um, the the solo one, not the, not really the solo one, but that was okay. But like all the stuff that's in between all the nine Rogue movies, one. right? That was Rogue One. Fucking great, Rogue One. Was are are so you good. like Zach? I was are, with you. You fell asleep. I've the seen it again since then. That's. <laughs> um, are you guys like liking? that stuff better than the actual like nine movies or do you feel like the nine movies you know i is better? so no. I, I i don't so let me let me say this i'm not gonna say i like one or the other more but i love star wars and i actually i weigh them equally the same like i think i don't like i'm not one that says like the movies are like heavier in the lore than what happened in the Clone Wars, or what happened in Rogue One, or Rebels, or anything like that. I actually think that, like, it's all just part of this timeline, and the movies really kind of show you, like, huge events that happened in the timeline, but, like, the in-between stuff, I feel like, is, like, just as important. And so, I just, like, I like all of it. Like, I, I love to be able to have debates about how Yoda's garbage and the Jedi are actually terrorists. Like, that's... <laughs> That's what I think is fun. Yeah, I think I think the OGs are the greatest. Um, I, I the prequels are the prequels. I mean, they were cool when I was a kid. Rewatching them, they're not that great in my opinion. I thought the new trilogy was pretty bad. Um, there were some cool parts. Like since Disney got a hold of it, I just feel like it's just lost some of its luster. I feel like Mandalorian is fire. Mandalorian's good. It's just it's just. not predictable. It's just repetitive. Like the, the the like we already talked about. Like the structure of every episode is like so similar. It just gets repetitive to me. But um, Mandalorian, I will say, has grown on me. I wasn't a huge fan in the first season. I was just kind of like anti Disney and finding ways to not like it. This season, though, I'm more open minded. I've matured. I'm 30 now, so Ooh. you know, grown up. I'm growing, grown up. and uh, I like it. So I, I think that the the in-between stuff outside of the trilogy, the original trilogy is better, but the original trilogy, I just, it's so game changing for its time. And yeah. I mean, Empire Strikes Back, every part of that movie is so good up to the final battle with his, finds out it's his dad. I mean, holy shit. Classic. Hard yeah. to beat that. Yeah. Um, a few things before we end up um, on this episode. So Zach, first off, anybody think today? I didn't ask. I have some, I have some stuff about Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tana. Okay. So, before we go beneath, um, there is a thing that she says. So basically, uh, Soka agrees to help take take the child from uh, Mando if he helps her take out this colony. He does that. She backs out, and she's like, "Nah, son. He's he's too attached to you. You're you're his father figure." Um, and he's just like, well, you're just going to break the deal. And Shorty was not trying to get tied down with the kid, obviously. So she's like, no, but you can take him to this mountaintop on, I think it was Typhon, planet Typhon, mm-hmm. and set him on the Python, seeing like stone. Python. 
Tython? Yeah, so set him on the, the seeing Tyson. stone, and if he reaches out through the Force, then the Jedi might find him from there. Um, and this, the history of this planet is pretty interesting. It's like the original planet where um, Force-sensitive people were. Um, I don't really know how they got there. Zach might know more about that, but this, there was this planet where Force-sensitive people were both uh, before the Jedi, before the Sith. There were these people, and there was two moons. There was a dark moon and a light moon. And whichever side of the spectrum the, the planet was leaning, if it was like more dominant evil force, more dominant positive force, the weather would change based on those moons drawing in, and it basically created the Jedi Order and the, and the Sith. So like this is a historical planet that they're referencing, and if that's the direction they're heading in, I think that we're going to see some really cool this shit. This is also where they get the crystals and, to fuel the lightsabers. Mm-hmm. I've done that in, in uh, the video game, so I get that. Um, but I also heard on a podcast, uh, The Mandalorian Watch, which is a really good podcast about breaking this stuff down. They, have, Ewan McGregor was seen on set um, of The Mandalorian Ooh. 2, season 2. And, the, and he was saying it was for uh, an Obi-Wan casting, whatever. But In what? An Obi-Wan casting? Like there's an Obi-Wan off, like, sh- like, Run, like, I heard there was going to be an Obi Wan uh, TV show. There's going to uh, be an uh, uh, Asaka Tano spinoff. That's why I think this episode introduced her. I don't think we're going to see her again. I just, Amanda. I I just don't feel like uh, spinoff. Why are they doing these They're spinoffs? Like just put them all in spin-off. one show. Like let this Star Wars fucking Disney dude. be like. Just tell the story. I don't know. It, anyway, I don't. It's th- going to be like CSI with like yeah, CSI dude, like, New York. Doing that. I know, dude. <laughs> it's just put it all in one and like let's like ride this out into the future of Star. Like here's what I think they should do. I think they should use this show as a vehicle to tell the story of Star Wars like past the Knights of Ren. Like let's just. Like, move past all of the events, make new events, like continue to tell the story of it as if it's live history. And then like season finales, make them full length movies and bring in the characters that we meet on the show to do like feature bangers on the, on the screen, on the silver screen. And then boom, back to season six, boom, back to season eight. Like let's go back and forth that way and just have that be the canon for Star Wars. That's what I think they should do. I like your theory, but I wasn't done with mine. Um, so <laughs> there's, they were theorizing that Obi-Wan was the Jedi who put uh, Grogu in hiding, like rescued him from the... I'm confused on that timeline, though. Order. Because like, Obi-Wan dies in Episode 7. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, but this, this is was 50 years this ago. Is af- yeah, but this what? is after... I guess if you do 50 years, but this is the Mando is after Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Yes. But he's been in hiding for a while. Grogu has. For 50 That's years. Why he's like, he's put his uh, powers, like he's hid his powers because he didn't want to get caught. So, so like wh- whoever okay. hid Grogu did it the day they initiated Order 66 because he was at the Jedi Temple like that. We know that from okay. what Ahsoka told us in, in this last and episode. So somebody had and to in like this theory, hide him that day when Anakin murked all the kids in the Order, all like the young Jedi's. They think Grogu witnessed this, and that's why he's traumatized. That's why he doesn't speak because he's like, oh, and that's why he has memory loss. Because uh, she mm-hmm. was saying he has memory loss in the show. Yeah, so like, they're thinking some kind of remember. tragedy mm-hmm. happened, and that would be so a PTSD very good tragedy with <laughs> with start with force yeah. powers possibly. Well, that's yeah, great. You, you guys yeah. want to hear uh, another wild ass theory real quick? Is that 
there there was like a prophecy that the chosen one would be born the day that Anakin was born. And so that's why, you know, Ewan McGregor has a famous line, why you were the chosen one. Like you were supposed to lead us to the Vada. Because like that was, there was a prophecy and he was born with like a crazy amount of midichlorians and all that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. But guess who else was born that exact day? Grogu. How do you know? Oh. Um, how do I know that? <laughs> you know his fucking birthday? Where's, where's your source? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I might have to get back to you guys on that because I think I read an article or something that said that Grogu was also born on the that's same cool day. That's a theory, though. Or maybe if he was, but if he I, was, because he was very young and, you know, his race ages very slowly. So, like, he mm. could have been so born on the same day as Anakin and Anakin just grew up faster and, right. you know. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's so hard. I I mean, I love it. I just I, I like I don't know. I I love I love the the like lore of, of Star Wars. I'm just like I feel like there's so much that could be explored, but we have these movies that are so far ahead. Like with Ray, it kind of almost ruins I, it. For I me. feel like, you I, on I, that. I don't. Yeah. Like I don't want to know the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. like get there through the journey, and it's like I I mean we know what happens. I mean Ray and and. I just that's kind of why I feel like, I like the show should character. like yeah. blaze onward. Like I I hate that I I I hate that the show is set in between these movies that have already been released. Like you said, for the exact mm-hmm. same reason because like okay, we know what happens. Like somehow the Knights of Ren come and then the Knights of Ren like become the new empire and then there's Rey and all this shit. But I don't want that. I just want to I I want to not know what happens. Like let's let's get to that point, you know. Yeah. I just Absolutely. wish they would have thought of this Mandalorian stuff prior to uh, the last three movies and then go from there instead of jumping so far ahead and having Ray become uh, Chancellor, whatever the hell his name is, granddaughter, the Emperor. Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine. Yeah. I just I don't know I it's hard for me I I I'm digging it but I that's why I think like the for me the movies kind of ruin it because it's like I get what George it's kind of George Lucas's fault for starting where he started but um I just wish we could kind of because ultimately over. like how much of a role can Mando and Grogu actually play if they're not in those movies like, I don't know like you know what I mean yeah like, clearly like, they don't play that big of a role because they're not even in those movies at all so like how do you retcon that. Mm-mm. Yeah, but Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano was never in the original trilogy, and she still plays a key role in the whole Jedi storyline. She was just in meditation during those years. Or sort whatever, of. So. She's just not in the movies, though. I mean, like, yeah. the end has already happened. Like, uh, but they're the all Death dead. Star blows up. Like, <laughs> the, like, shit keeps moving forward, you know? Like, it's never over. So hopefully this is, will be, like, a side story while that's happening and then move past it, like Zach's saying. But before we close out... Let's go dive beneath the ink and let Zach talk to us about our girl Ahsoka. All right. Um, this episode actually went pretty long. I didn't think we're we're all fired up today. It's fun. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Lots of I'm gonna try to make this quick. So um, Ahsoka was introduced in 2008 in the Star Wars animated series The Clone Wars um, as a Jedi apprentice assigned to a reluctant Anakin Skywalker. Whose idea was that? Yoda. Fuck Yoda. The Clone Wars takes place before the final <laughs> Star Wars movie prequel, Revenge of the Sith, in which most Jedi betrayed, betrayed and killed. 
After Revenge of the Sith, Ahsoka um, isn't mentioned for a couple years, and many think that she may have been killed in Order 66. Ahsoka reappears as an adult in the animated series Star Wars Rebels in 2015, which shows fans that she was not killed. Um, Chapter 13, The Jedi, is written by Dave Filoni, who was a supervising director of The Clone Wars and spent years developing her character. After The Clone Wars was canceled, he snuck her into the new show, Rebels, and now he's uh, done the same with Mandalorian. So he's like just fucking needs to that's his needs lady. to bring ahsoka back and everything he does which is cool um ahsoka it. has white lightsabers because uh she took the blades from an inquisitor or someone who hunts down jedis and then purifies the crystals inside the lightsabers making them white which is pretty tight so they're actually originally that's red so and then she used her force powers to like purify the dark force out of them to make them white ahsoka is like very um like she's more wizard than warrior she's like real real like gandalf the white style jedi which is pretty sick um i would guess the other the opposite uh yeah so that's that's basically a kind of a short sweet compact who is ahsoka ahsoka when order 66 was initiated she was in a place called the outer worlds uh i'm probably butchering the name of that but essentially it was like a semi-physical semi-jedi jedi meditative place she also goes there um to escape darth vader who she actually fights one-on-one and doesn't necessarily win but doesn't die either kind of holds her own for a second and then um she kind of force disappears into like this realm that like only her and people like Qui-Gon Jinn can reach. So she's like very powerful. Um, and her special sauce, if you will, is like the using the light side of the force for doing dope shit, like making white lightsabers or being able to like teleport or um, doing that type of thing. It's not that she's like a slouch fighter. It's more that like, if you had to say like what she's good at, I, I'd say she's good at like, She's like a white mage from Final Fantasy. She's like good at white magic. That's dope. She's like, yeah, she's a priest, not a wizard. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Cool. Well, I, I can dig that. And, and uh, do you know anything about Admiral Thrawn? Like, yeah, so he was, a, he was the, like the supervillain in Rebels. And Ahsoka had a... I don't necessarily know if I call him her Padawan, but... Uh, he's a very famous character. His name is Ezra Bridges, I believe, who's who was a Jedi Padawan when Ahsoka was a master. Earlier, Jordan, you asked me, like, so obviously Ahsoka's a Jedi master, and I said, no, I was kind of hesitant. So she actually left the Jedi Order. She lost faith in the Jedi Order and, like, the practice of being a Jedi and bounced. So she doesn't actually claim to be a Jedi. This, she actually, like, in Rebels, when she was older and more mature she was very adamant about the fact that she's not a jedi does she use the force yes is she on the light side of the force yes does she have lightsabers for sure does she consider herself a jedi no because she doesn't actually believe in what the jedi have done which makes a lot of sense based on my i don't know rewind this podcast if you're still listening like 20 minutes so this is why and your team ahsoka i'm not i'm just saying it makes a lot of sense dude like the jedi like the Jedi take kids, they're garbage, Yoda's a trash leader, 
They failed the world. Can't trust a group with an agenda. You never can. <sighs> so I think she has a lot. She ma- that makes a lot of sense. And I also think that weighed into her decision not to train Grogu. Because then Grogu would be her Padawan. And she would be her master. Which is like the religion that she has like forsaken. She's actually not a Jedi. So, um, yeah. What will be real interesting yeah, is if, if a Jedi finds them, who that will be. Because I think that that, yeah, that is door that is wide open for all kinds of wild ass, real, real wild twists and turns. Mace Windu, if he shows up again, bro, I'll lose my shit. <laughs> You're just hoping that he's alive. I am. Kicking. I am. <laughs> That'd be so dope. But like you, like cool. Luke's, Luke's alive at this point, right? No. Who's alive? Well, Luke, no. actually, yeah, this he is. is. He's hiding of, because oh, of Ray. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think he's yeah. gonna show I mean, it's up. Such a weird... like, his whole story in, yeah. in uh, if they bring back the Skywalker saga, I'm gonna be pissed. Like, dude, I, I don't want anything. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know that it's many such... current Jedi's yeah. that I could think of. That would Ezra, yeah, there isn't. That's what I'm so saying. So Ahsoka like... had that Ezra dude. He was a Jedi that we don't know where he is. We we don't know where Mace Windu is. Um, <laughs> we kind of do though. Is that... No, we don't, Jordan. We no, we freaking is. don't. Is that is at the bottom yeah. of? He's on the street, bro. It's flattened. Yeah, dude, he's he's fucking sidewalk chop. No, I I agree. It could be Mace. I mean, they brought back Darth Maul. Uh, um, Darth yeah. Maul. That's yeah, what I'm saying. If you don't half, if you don't so. see the body in Star Wars, they're not dead. That's like the rule. But was Mace yeah. brought back in Rebels or Clone Wars? No, at all. So there wasn't a car- an animated version of Mace. I thought I seen an animated version of him somewhere. Nah. Well, maybe actually, maybe he was in. Maybe he in was, Rebels. He was probably in Clone Wars because seen... he fought in the Clone Wars. Like, he's, like, famously... Yeah, it's probably... Famously oh, you're right. That's right. He was in Clone Wars. That's because Clone Wars is before. Yeah. There's so much. Yeah, I know. There's so much. All right. Well, let's go around Crafter Trash on episode 13, The Jedi. Uh, Z, you've been passionate on this topic. You started off. I thought it was dope. Um... I would give it a Ahsoka Ahsoka Tano's like fight scenes were savage. I love that they kept her character like kind of archetype intact with her double bladed short white lightsabers and her using them like facing down and doing all that dope shit. I thought that was awesome. Um, I felt like the like the village was like kind of a means to an end. Like let's just like give them something to do this episode so we can see how dope Ahsoka Tano is, which is fine with me. Like, yeah, let's um, yeah. sign me up for that. Um, so yeah, I thought it was dope. I give it an eight. Okay. JR. Um, I mean, I, I, I liked it. I mean, like, I mean, I did see what you saw was some of the movement of her and, you know, some of the jumping around. Um, but the Mando characters kind of, he's kind of like this cool loop throughout the whole thing again. And I love seeing old actors jump in this. You know what I mean? Like, I love seeing actors that ha- you don't get to see that often anymore. Like, you know. Like the dad uh, from Terminator. <laughs> yeah, like the dad from, like, John Connor's dad um, from the 80s. So I, I, I'm i loving what they're doing in this Star Wars stuff. So it's pretty cool. I, like, I want to be in a Star Wars episode somewhere. I, I'll be anything. You know what I mean? Like, put me in a little puppet suit. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, so. you're turning this into a pitch so you can be in a Star You'll Wars episode. You'll be the Jedi. The- yeah, I'd be to. a great Jedi. Um, but anyways, yeah. uh, I'm gonna give it an eight as well. Um, just because I loved, I was, I was digging the lightsabers. I was waiting. I mean, we've been waiting 14 episodes 
right to see if any of that came out so they did a great job with bringing the way they brought it out and not just some random shit um is it the first time we see a lightsaber in this series yeah if you I don't count the dark saber, yeah i don't count that yeah okay. i mean lightsaber dark saber i mean yeah i so i think that um they did a good job and i i love like you're saying i love the whole uh it'd be so dope to see disney studios and go on their sets for these you know what i mean just kind of walk around and yeah, just kind of yeah, sure. experience their their creative sets and it's like a mixture of cgi with um puppets like they're almost like hey let's dive back into like the original star wars by creating puppets and but with some cgi and some robotics and i think that's pretty cool not not everything cgi you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. i think that they've done a really good job so and this was a definitely uh not an in-between episode no. this is a definitely like a uh this is a point to be made this is a path we're going to choose this way to go yeah. now episode and i thought that was great so I i'd also like to say quickly before we round this out that i love that they're pulling deep from like legit star wars lore to tell this story from like the books yeah. right yeah they're pulling from like the books they're pulling the from EU. like the animated series they're pulling from like all this like deep deep lore that like people are just so stoked to see in live action and like that's just it's cool it's like how dope is it to see ahsoka tano in the live action show now like that's a fucking that's awesome yeah so uh, and i love star wars books i read darth plagueis which is the um the sith lord before um palpatine that that, that was his and and then and then that book it it, it talks like from when palpatine was like a, a child yeah. so i mean it really it's kind of getting me back into it I think it's getting a lot of people again. into it, like especially after this episode. I'd be like, everybody's gonna go watch Clone Wars or Rebels of the Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it again. I mean, it's been a long time, but it it definitely yeah. She's she's dope. I I liked her in the in the so, but yeah. yeah I mean, I'm definitely getting back into it. I have a Darth Maul book that I want to read, so I'm ready. Darth Maul the goat. Yeah, I, I gave it a seven point five. Um, I thought it was really cool. I thought that I was a little underwhelmed by the action. I thought that they could have done cooler stuff. Like, for sure, when her saber got thrown in the water, I was waiting for her to, like, grab it behind her back, like, with a force grab, and then, like, do something with it. And she just left it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, it was kind of cool how they had, like, a sword fight in one side and then, like, a standoff blaster duel on the other, kind of, like, happening simultaneously. That was pretty cool. Um, but I feel like they could have done more with the environment, and it was, it was just okay. Um, but the setting was dope. The characters were dope. The story, I'm excited about where the story is heading. Um, so yeah, 7.5 rounds us out at a 7.8 for the episode, which, um, strong score. And I think that might be our second highest rated episode this season. What's the highest? The first one? Yeah. I think the first one we were all pretty giddy. You guys were real high on the first one. I actually was low on the first one. Yeah. Well, you were wrong. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. see. I still think, I still think this, this season's got some bangers in front of us. I think we're getting into oh, banger I, season. I think so. Like if, if I, I if I had so. to guess, so, yeah. I think it's like going to so just too. be banger after banger until the end. Well, that's what we're here for, and we'll bring it to you guys' ear holes. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Before we sign off, Jr., plug it up, dog. Um, I definitely want to say uh, David Prowse from uh, who was the actor who played uh, Darth Vader died this past weekend, right? This um, last week. Mm. Um, he's I the guy it was who actually, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones is the voice, bro. <laughs> but David Prowse was the actual guy in the suit. He was actually a weightlifter. When his mask came off? 
Yeah. Um, and he died from uh, COVID, so I thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of honor him a little bit since we're Dude, talking Star Wars. If I had a drink and, left, I'd uh, And, um, of course, you know, uh, so, you know, support your local stores and comic book stores, you know, Action City is my hometown. And, uh, you know, again, if you need anything, just let, let us know. We'll ship stuff to you. Yeah, please do. I'd always find us at Hop Heroes Pod, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check us out on TikTok. Zach's making an account, and he's going to do some crazy twerks uh, for all you fans out there. Um, so this is news weird. to it's me. Gonna, it's going to get it's going to yeah. get hairy. Uh, just buckle up. And, and signing, we're in. just going to sign you up for shit. Oh my god, <laughs> that's my move, bro. You guys can't take my move. I am on the edge of my seat, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. This is the way. This is the way. Oh,